intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. She bobbles it and now has to try and recover. Deshaun Jackson gets a block. Are you kidding? Steps into it. Pass is Welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I am your host, Michael Filipkowski, and welcome to the second part of the the baseball preview, uh, baseball preview series. And uh, today we will be tackling the AL and the NL Central um, in all 10 teams in those two divisions um, going into the 60-game MLB season, which hopefully will start um uh late july early early august um and hopefully everything goes according to plan and there's no more setbacks like we've seen with the endless setbacks that have already happened with the mlb so far without further ado i'd like to introduce andrew who's back here with us today um to do the second part of this series uh and andrew just you know welcome yeah thanks for having me again no problem so let's let's get right into it and today you know let's start, i'm gonna start with the edo uh, the NL Central because I think it's actually a really really competitive division, um, and I think you got I think you got three solid teams, uh, that being the Cardinals, Cubs, and Brewers. And and let's start off with the Cardinals because I, I I think the Cardinals are one of the best teams in the MLB um, over the past 10, 20 years. I mean they have been excellent. I don't think they're gonna stand out as much as they have, like, as much as they had in those years where they were winning World Series. I think they'll be com- somewhat competitive, though. Right. Um, right. Starting to um, rebuild the team again. Right. Well, at the end of last season, they they became actually very competitive. They won. They won a series, I believe, in the playoffs, and then they lost to the Nationals. Is that what? Yeah. Right. Um, but I didn't expect them to win that first series, actually. So that was actually surprising to me. Um, you know, the Cardinals are always an extremely good team, ex- you know, always a competitive team. And I think this year we'll see more of that. I think that they're a low to – like they're a mid-31 team, I would say, probably somewhere around that. I mean – Yeah, well, I have them at um, 31 actually, just okay. above 500. Yeah. That's because um, I have another team in the division rising up, so I'll right. to that. Right. And I, I, I think the Cardinals are always a competitive team. they got good management – um, you know, they got, they're rebuilding a little bit right now, as you previously said. So I think that they're still not ready to be super competitive yet. Um, yeah, they'll need a, they'll need a couple more years. Right, right. But they're World still, right. The playoffs. Right, before they're like World Series contenders. But right now they are, um, right now, I mean, I'd say they're competitive, but not contenders, at least for the division. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Well. Um, but that, I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, but let's move to a team that I think probably won the win the division this year, and that will be the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, you know, obviously Christian Yelich is is incredible, and and you know he's got a lot going on. Um, but the Brewers, you know, had a disappointing season last season or a disappointing season at the end of last season. Um, but they had some injuries on the team. I think they're looking to bounce back. What about you, Andrew? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not so sure actually because the rotation seems a bit weak, and then they did lose Mike Mustakas. They lost. It's true. Um, yeah, they lost a couple guys in that lineup, and even though Yelich is still there, I don't think there's that much around him that's going to help yeah. this team compete. I honestly see the Cardinals as in a better position than the. Brewers. You think the Cardinals are in a better position? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think there's 
I mean, I've, I I don't follow the 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 NL as much as I do the AL, and I don't follow baseball as much as so. May, you know, maybe I just haven't been didn't didn't see all the the transactions. But I mean, I do think I do think that the Brewers can be competitive. I think again, they're a, a, a yeah. I mean, it depends on how how well their rotation does because I think that they have a solid like a solid you know batting lineup, and I think that they have a you know a decent in field. Um, but it will come down to their pitching, which I mean. You know, last season it was was not good, but the season before it was um, quite a lot better. So I, I guess we'll have to. Yeah, I don't have a lot of confidence in the pitching, so that's why my evaluation for them is kind of low. I have okay. twenty four wins, um, could crack twenty five, get close to five hundred. I think they'll be right. competitive, but nowhere near the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean. It's it's difficult to say because I think that the AL Central is a bit weaker than the NL, so um, I definitely think there's a lot of potential there. The NL Central is going to be a very close division this year, right? Right, right. No, I I, I completely agree. I think I think you know the NL Central there hasn't not very top heavy like the AL Central is kind of top heavy. The NL Central the teams are fair. Most of the teams are evenly matched. I'd say. So Andrew, I would guess then that you would say that the Cubs are probably the favorite for this division. Uh, yeah, I think it's season. actually close between two teams. The Cubs are one of them. The other is a team that's really starting to rise up, and I think they can have their big, big breakthrough this year. That team is the Cincinnati Reds. Well, you know, Joey Votto's a Joey Votto's a, a great player. Um, yeah, and then you have Mustakas um, signed there. Um, you also have, um, I believe, there's someone from Japan coming to the team that's going to mm-hmm. help their lineup. They have Nick Castellanos coming in. They brought a lot of key pieces in to add to what Yeah, I mean, you know, the Reds, the Reds, at the, right, the Reds last season um, um, weren't that bad at the end of the season. I definitely showed a lot of improvement. Um, you know, it's it, it, for me, I guess the concern is with a lot of other teams like, like the Reds, and I guess the Rays would be my comparison, is that with only 60 games, the Reds might have trouble in or in, in an early part of a season. Um, and then heat up later in the season. Um, and with such a short season uh, this year, I think that that can be a cause for concern yeah. for the Reds. Um, I think the Reds are going to get competition from the Cubs, Brewers, and Cardinals, but right. they have to be finishing second behind the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, a, it's, it's a very competitive division. There's no superstar team in the division, um, but it's, it's competitive. you got four competitive teams in the Pirates. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, look, I think the Reds have potential, um, but but it's going to come down to how well they can coalesce. And, you know, I think the big thing for teams in the NL this season is, is you know, who's going to be your DH? I think a lot of teams have to figure that out. Um, and the Reds had this one guy towards the end of the year last year. Um, oh, Aristides Aquino. He, was, he hit mm-hmm. like 19 home runs after he was called up. I think he would be a perfect candidate for that DH. Spot. Right. Um, and and I guess the, the other concern I have for the Reds is uh, you know I think that this year I said it, I said it last episode but um, the big concern for me is is I think you know having top end talent as pitchers this season is gonna um, get you more bang for your buck just yeah. just because of the shortened season so like if you have some great pitchers like if you have Strasburg and Scherzer on your team um, they're gonna be able to give it all for for yeah. from you know for more games and they're gonna be able to really kind of deal instead of having to kind of um, spread it out over the season. Um, and the Reds pitching, you know, I have some concerns regarding their starting pitching. Um, 
I think it's definitely gotten better though. They have Luis Castillo, who was a fair last year. Mm-hmm. They have um, Trevor Bauer, who they brought in, as well as Wade Miley. Oh yeah, I forgot about I forgot about Wade Miley. I mean, that, that's actually a pretty big acquisition. Um, but I, I think the look the Reds have potential. Obviously, they're an up and coming team. Um, I think that I think that this is a, a year for the Reds. Um, I think we talked about a couple teams last episode that um, you know. They they might not necessarily make the playoffs this year, but this is kind of a test year, um, and trying to see yeah. what what works and what doesn't. And I think they do have a shot to make the playoffs, but they're not necessarily a lock either. It's going right. to be right, right. It's going to be a close division. I mean, they're in a, they're in a competitive division. Yeah, um, I could definitely see them as a wild card team, though. Right, I agree. And let's move on to the Cubs because the Cubs are, you know, obviously an extremely interesting team. Um, you know, obviously really really good. Um, Chris Bryant, and to just name one, incredible yeah. player on that team. Javier Baez, too. Yeah. And, you know, they've got a solid team. They've had a solid team for the past couple of years. Last year was disappointing um, for the Cubs, I would say. Um, you know, obviously they didn't get the result that they wanted. Um, and they, they haven't been as successful um, since their World yeah. Series. Um, probably not as successful as, as we would like them to be, I guess is the best way to put it. Um they haven't really been as competitive as, as I would say they've been less competitive than the Cardinals since they won their World Series title. Yeah, they've kind of slumped a bit in the last right. couple of years. So I think that but. this shortened season um, provides uh, provides a, a lot to the Cubs. It pro- provides them an opportunity yeah. to be – like I think this is a huge season for the Cubs because if, yeah. if they end up not winning the division, um, I don't think that they'll be the strongest team in the division next year. Because I think that the Cardinals and the Reds will improve, and and probably the Brewers as well. Um, so this is a big year for the Cubs in terms of you know yeah, where are they going like from this their point. Last chance to prove themselves. I think right. this is going to be a big year for them. I mean, they're the best team on paper. Last couple of years, they've dealt with some wear and tear. Chris Bryant's gotten hurt at times, right. and they've had. Um, some outfield depth issues, the rotations had some injuries, but I think this year, since it's 60 games, they'll be able to, with the strong roster, um, last the whole mm-hmm. season and take the division. You know, I, I definitely think that that, I think it's possible, um, but, you know, it's such a competitive division they're playing in. I mean, you got three or four yeah. teams in the division who could who could all win it. I mean, I, I think, again, I think you're going to see a lot, like, I think, the Cardinals, Brewers, Reds, and 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 Cubs are all thirty win teams or high or twenty win teams, thirty or low thirty or, or, or kind of mid to high twenty win teams. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about the NL Central, right. I don't think it's one of a few. It's one of like very few divisions without a clear powerhouse, and then there's mm-hmm. so many teams that could potentially win it. Right, and, and I think that that's I think the Cubs. Um, if they end up not winning the division this year, I think that next year we'll be looking for them to kind of start rebuilding. Um, yeah. that, that would be my that would be my yeah, guess. They had, they had a successful rebuild back 2013, 2014. They were right. Right. Well, the issue kind of the issue is, is that they have an older yeah. team and they haven't been successful recently. Yeah. Obviously, the Dodgers it have been be time to rebuild again. Right. Right. Which which I guess, you know, I think I think we'll we'll see based off of this season what happens. Um, yeah. You know, I think that there's a lot riding on the season for the Cubs um, in terms of, you know, what 2021, 2022, 2023 are going to look like, whether they're competitive seasons or whether they're just 
um, we're here to play season. So I guess I guess that that's a big question that needs to be answered. Um, yeah, and then finally the Pirates. Um, you know, I mean the Pirates. Look, they have stretches where they're competitive. I would say last yeah. season they were competitive for for a couple of stretches. Um, but generally, the problem with the car, the Pirates is that it's just a small market, and that the owner is unwilling to to spend a lot of money on the team. Yeah. And so I with that, it have, right. They still have Josh Bell. They still have Polanco, but in this, this right. tougher division, I can't see them stacking up this year. Right. And it's gonna be a rough year for them. Right. I mean, I think the problem Especially is is that so is that with with an owner unwilling to spend money in a division where owners. Where, where you have some owners who are willing to spend money, I think that that's your key problem. Um, and the Pirates really won't find success until they get an owner who who wants to um, who wants to spend money. Um, obviously, they have some nice players, and you know I think that they can win between fifteen and twenty games a season. I agree with that. Um, but you know they're not going to find any 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 measurable success without spending any money. So. You know, yeah. obviously not too hot on the Pirates. I think they'll finish last yeah. in the division. And one thing to note about the Pirates, they have two mm-hmm. pitchers who are probably going to miss the whole season due to injury. One right. recovering from thoracic outlet um, syndrome and one that's right. um, still recovering from Tommy Johnson. Right. right. The, the Pirates are more just looking to get through the season rather than just making anything of it, I would say. Yeah. Their main goal isn't isn't to win. I, I'm Well, sorry, their main goal is to win, but – but I don't think they're expecting really, very I much. I think this year it's going to be a, ch- a chance for some of their younger players who are proven starters yet to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. They need to see what they can run with in the future. Right, right. All right, so let's move on to the AL Central. And, and you know, I think that the AL Central, um, you really kind of have two top-heavy teams. Um, and then kind of, th- you know, like you got, I think, I mean, we'll go through it. I guess so. My tw- the Twins are the favorite in this division, at least for I me. I agree there. Um, I, I think, think they're going to be even World Series contenders. Potentially. I thought they were World Series contenders last season. They fell off a little bit towards the end of the season, but they were excellent um, yeah, throughout the season. Off season. Right. right. They got John Donaldson. Right. They got uh, a couple of pitchers. Right. So, I think the Twins, out of these two divisions, are probably the best team as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I think that they can win between 35 and 40 games. Um, I, I, I think even more than that. Yeah. As competitive as the Yankees potentially. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, you know, maybe let's adjust. I think, I think, I would put them at maybe forty-two wins. I think that that's probably a good number for them, um, because you know, obviously, the AL Central is less competitive, and I think that they're better than the Cardinals and you know all those other teams. Yeah. Um, but Cubs. I'd say the Cubs have to prove themselves this season because yeah. they've had a couple of success. They, yeah, exactly. You know, the Twins are right. better than any of those NL Central. Right. Teams I mean, I all. think. I think right. I think the Twins have to come out. Like I think they have to come out and be the clear cut favorite. Um, they are the clear cut favorite, but I think they have to clear. They have to win it like clear cut. It, you know, I don't think it will be close, and I don't think they can let it be close. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, you know, I think that I think that they're an excellent team. They're well built. Um. They have good pitching, good relief pitching, um, and and solid bats. So no yeah. no complaints over here. Um. They're my favorite to win, and you know I think that they'll probably make the chance. Uh, the 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 AL AL championship. Yeah, it'll probably be them and the Yankees. There could be an AL West team that makes it, but I think most likely Twins and Yankees are the right. Most- right, I would, and I would like to see that as well. So I think that those are those. That's my pick. Um, 
But I guess we'll see how the season goes on. You know, anything can happen. It's 60 games. So, you know, if, if someone gets injured who's crucial, um, that's going to be a big blow because they're probably not coming back. So um, we'll, that, I think that that will be an interesting storyline. Yeah. And now I talked about the Reds and the NL mm-hmm. Central team that I see rising up in this division, the White Sox. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I don't think the White Sox are going to be more competitive. I mean, I think the White Sox, White Sox and Indians probably are going to finish around the same this season. I have the White Sox ahead of the Indians. I think, I think, I think ultimately they're going in opposite directions. Right, right. I, I agree with that. I think the Indians will edge them out just slightly. I think the Indians will edge out the White Sox just slightly this upcoming season. Um, but I think that both teams are going to be at between 30 and 35 wins. Um, yeah, I think the White Sox could potentially break that 35. But. The, the reason why I think I'm not so hot on the White Sox is because they're such a young team, and they were really just only putting it together at the very end of last season. Yeah. So my concern <laughs> I, is that how how are they going to be able to put it together this season? Because, again, I think that they're a team like the Reds, where if it were a 162-game season, you'd see them in the first 80 game, 81 games. Yeah, they'd probably they'd probably be like, you know, I don't know, 45 and 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 you know, 40 and 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 you know, 40 or or, or 30 or whatever it is, whatever it is. Um, um, but I just think that you know, or, or 45 and 36. I think that that's probably what they would be. And then in the, in the second 82 games, I think you'd see them have more 60 wins. Um, or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I'm for yeah, but unfortunately, I just don't know if they'll be able to put together quickly enough. Um, I think that the first twenty games for the White Sox are going to be rough. I think they'll probably go ten and ten. Um, yeah, and then maybe they'll and maybe they'll be able to pick it up. Case for the wild card potentially. Right. I mean, I think it's possible. I just think that I like the Indians more because they're more experienced. Even yeah. though you could argue that they're a worse team, they have more experience and they've played I mean, together. The one issue with them, they lost Corey Kluber. They traded right. him to the Rangers, so they'll take a step back, most likely this year. I think. I, I think that the Indians. Yeah, I think that the Indians um, aren't going to be competitive um, with the Twins. I think that the Twins will be clear cut. Um, I think that the Indians and White Sox obviously will be similar. I just think that the Indians, be because of their experience, um, you know, I guess we'll have to. I don't know if the schedules come out. Um, but I guess what yeah, will the details, but my, right. you know, it's 20 interleague games and then 40 in the division. That's right. I guess, I guess what my, my, you know, premise would be is that depending on when the Indians and White Sox play each other is probably going to lead to who's yeah. going to win that division. Um, because if the oh, Indians play the White Sox a lot early on, um, I think that the Indians will. The, yeah, it could be tough for the White Sox. Right, I think the Indians will edge them out. But if the White Sox play the Indians a lot at the end of the regular season, I think that the White Sox will edge them out. Um, so I think that that I think that that'll be huge. Yeah. Um, and and we'll just have to see how that storyline plays out. Um, so yeah, I, right I think now I have the White Sox comfortably ahead of the Indians, but then right. they win clearly the favorite. Right, and and let's move on to the Royals because I think that the Royals are. They're an interesting team. They just, I don't know, they haven't really been able to put anything uh, of, of note together since their World Series, uh, pretty much. Um, and, and you know, I don't think this season, I mean, they didn't really, I didn't really see any moves over the offseason to greatly improve their chances going into this season. So I think that they find themselves um, in the bottom three of teams in, in, in these two divisions. Um, yeah, just I to, think Royals and Pirates. 
and Tigers are all kind of on that same level. Right. Royals, I, I'd say the Royals are going to finish ahead of the Tigers. Yeah. Because they do have some young talent there. Mm-hmm. They have Hunter Dozier and Whit Merrifield. He's a little right. bit older, but still fairly young. Right. I think that the Royals are probably 17 or 18 wins. Um, yeah, I could see them even maybe just barely breaking 20 wins. Right, right. I mean, there's not much to say about the Royals. My expectations aren't too high on them because they you know, they haven't done anything to set my expectations high. Um, you know, I think, again, it's a similar story. I think, you know, they're going to try out a lot of new things this season, see what works, see what doesn't work. Um, and you know, hopefully, make some big moves in the off season and come into twenty twenty one ready to ready to play and yeah, win. One thing to know, they do have Salvador Perez back from right. injury year, right. so that can boost them a little bit compared to last year. Right, and then finally the Tigers. I mean, there's just not a lot to say. They've been like the worst team in the MLB in the in the last decade, um, or in the least at least the last five years. They've been off. Yeah, at the start of the decade, they were doing very well, and then right. they were. I think it was Dave Dombrowski, actually. He was building up the team for contention short-term, and then the long-term plan for the Tigers was a failure. So well, so yeah. I mean, obviously, the loss of Verlander and everything, you know, Prince Fielder and Miguel Cabrera, you know, are all gone. Yeah, Miguel Cabrera is still there. But oh, is he still there? I thought he left. Yeah, he's not anywhere near the same. Though. Right, he's not the Miguel Cabrera that won the, yeah. the what I was, the triple? Playing. Yeah, he yeah, he won the Triple Crown. Right. I think he'll play DH this year, most likely, just to... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Reason. Yeah, and, and um, the Tigers are just... You know, I think that they're... I think they'll win 12, 13 games, maybe a little bit more. Um, yeah, I, I think I, they're better than the Orioles, but... They're better than the Orioles, but I see them as a clear-cut worst team um, in these in these two divisions. Yeah, I agree there. Um, you know, I just... There's not much potential. They're not... I mean, they're, they're suffering from some bad contracts, um, so they're just yeah. playing to get through this season. I don't even know if there's that much to try out because um, there's not much yeah, hope. They don't have like the young talent that even the Royals have. Right, like, right. They, I mean, they have some prospects that are right. starting to rise up, and I don't see them doing much this year. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The the Tigers are in kind of a downward spiral. Not really a spiral anymore, but they've just bottomed out. Yeah. Um, so I think that. At least a couple more years before. Yeah, I think I think up. if they're gonna, you know, I think that the earliest they can be competitive is maybe maybe twenty twenty three. But that's um, if they do everything right and get lucky on a couple prospects. Realistically, if they just, you know, if they're if they're doing a good job, I think twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five. You know, they're just suffering from bad contracts and and they haven't made any good moves. Yeah. So, you know, and they haven't made any, you know, let's go out and get, uh, you know, any any big-name pitcher or, you know, really anyone. So I don't yeah. think that they're really – re- like, Right. Yeah, I think these teams, this handful of teams that's kind of rebuilding, there's six or seven teams at, like, the very bottom of the league. That's allowing more teams that are kind of, like, average teams to get competitive because they can beat right. up on these right. Yeah, I, yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why I think that you know a lot of these you know teams that or divisions that are much worse are going to have inflated records this season just because they're playing they're playing bad teams more often you know so I think, I think 
probably the most competitive division in the league would be the NL West. They don't have any of these teams that are just rock bottom like some of them. Right, right. And we'll, and we'll go through that. I mean, obviously the Dodgers and the Giants and the Diamondbacks, uh, the Rockies and the Padres. I mean, that's a ultra competitive division. But I think yeah. that the AL, AL Central might be one of the least competitive divisions. I agree there. Um, that's two of those teams that have really – Yeah, and, 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 you know, the Indians and White Sox – are both kind of mid-tier teams. I agree there. Um, yeah, I think they're less competitive than the AL East. Um, I think they're less competitive than the the NL East, I think for sure. NL, so I think they, they're probably – I mean, the AL West maybe is less competitive. But I guess we'll go I'd through – I'd say the-, the AL West is more competitive because yeah. Rangers could be better this year and then you have the Astros still there, Angels and A's. It's pretty Yeah, well, you know – That'll be the next episode. Um, Andrew, you know, thank you for coming on. Um, And I hope you guys enjoyed this. And and the next one will be coming out shortly after this one. Um, So be prepared for that. And then once the MLB season gets started, um, we'll be coming out with, like, with episodes kind of going over um, sports for the first time ever because um, really kind of stopped. So I'm excited for it to come back. I'm excited to watch baseball. Um, and, you know, thank you for listening to another episode. Thank you for coming on, Andrew. And, you know, everyone, have a good day.